Welcome back to Barely Serious. This is episode 167, a solo episode that I'm recording in the Deschutes National Forest in Oregon. And right now I'm surrounded by like eight or nine deer. And yeah, there's a couple babies. I'm just, they're staring at me. I'm staring at them. I'm just sitting in a fucking lawn chair, bro. If you watch my story, this is going to be out later, but if you watch my story, I'm straight up surrounded by fucking deer and like low key. Like, I've never eaten deer, and I hope that they realize that I've never eaten deer and leave me alone. I don't know if they could smell it in my fucking bloodstream or whatnot, but I don't realize how fucking big deer are until I'm, like, ten feet away from these fuckers. I kind of want to fight one. Yeah, god damn, look at these things. What even are deer, bro? Look at these things. Hey! They don't give a fuck about me. Anyway... Before I get into the episode of the podcast, uh, the only date that I really give a shit about coming up right now, uh, no offense if you book me in the future, but uh, is Harrisburg Comedy Zone. On September 9th and September 10th, I'm headlining the weekend there. I'm bringing Mikey into feature for me. It's going to be probably really fucking crazy, judging by the last few shows of the tour were fucking insane. I still haven't gotten my money back from that crack motel. Didn't have a lock. The sink was falling out. The guy was fucking, the manager was smoking meth in the room right next to us. And we walked by and fucking saw it because the door was open. It was insane. And did the show suck? Yes, it did. Um, well, no. Well, you know, I got to read through my notes. Uh, there was like, at the Fresno show, there was like eight people there. And I got to read through my notes for like 30 minutes and work on a bunch of new material. Uh, and I probably, you know. Worked out an extra three minutes to add to my, you know, set that I could work on now. Like, actual shit that has legs and punchlines and all that shit. So, it's been a while. I've had writer's block for, like... I've had writer's block for, like, it feels like a couple months now. Uh, I've been writing stuff in my in my notes, but I haven't been able to really, like, work, out, work on it, work on it, you know, until that Fresno show. There was a couple jokes where I have, you know, I have the premise written out, and I have multiple punchlines, and I'm like, okay, well, I don't know what's going to work uh better for that one this one or that one and at the fresno show it was like seven people there so i just read the premise did the first punchline read the premise again did the second punchline read the premise again did the third i was just working shit out <laughs> in front of these people uh, but they had a really good time and i had a really good time and it was extremely productive actually um you know in the grand scheme of themes um but I have a show tonight in Bend, Oregon. Oh, sorry, no, sorry, tomorrow in Bend, Oregon. Today, today is Friday. I'm recording this on Friday. I said I was recording yesterday. I had people submit questions, and I will get to them. There were actually a lot, so I don't know how long this episode's going to be. I'm going to guess. Let's shoot for 45, 45, 27. You let me know if I'm wrong uh, in the future. But I have them right here, and I don't. There's like there's actually a lot of good ones. But the first question from Mike Eaton was, why are you gay? Let's see, what's the next question? Uh, <laughs> fuck you, Mike. Uh, if you want to see more of Mikey, and he's featuring for me at the Harrisburg Comedy Zone on September 9th and September 10th in Harrisburg, Pennsylvania. You could also see Mikey, and he released a 30-minute set on YouTube uh, that was really well-produced. And if you want to see, oh my God, these deers are fucking huge, bro. There's also a dead bird by me, and I don't know what killed him. I don't know if there's, like, coyotes and shit out here or wolves. But 
All I know is these wolves out here are fucking lazy because why is there like 10 deer right here? Bro, it's like, come attack them. There's a chipmunk. Isn't wildlife funny? Bro, we were at the bar uh, in Atascadero waiting for the show to start. And there was uh, these like racist dudes talking. He's like, man, I put I put three pellets in that bitch's forehead and I still had to beat up that motherfucker. I was like, <laughs> I was like, dude, why do you want to you want to kill something that bad? And you're using pellets. It's like whatever you're killing isn't even gonna like. What are you killing a rabbit for some stew? Is that really gonna fill your fat ass up? I don't know. If you're gonna fucking hunt, go for something big like a deer or something. You know, they could feed a family for like I don't know how long, a month, maybe two weeks if you're fat. I don't know. I've never had deer. I want to try deer. I think it's what's it called venison. I want to try deer. Maybe I shouldn't say that so loud next to these fucking deer. Well, dude, what would happen if I, if I killed one of them? Like, I know I'm on, like, national forest property, so, like, but, like, there's no cameras out here. I could just walk up, choke one out. Well, I'm sure it could just run away from me. They're, like, 200 pounds. But if, you know, if I fucking shanked one in the neck or just slashed its throat open, or this is so graphic, but, like, you know what I mean? I slash it open, I put it in my fucking, I put it in my, my aunt's freezer. Cops aren't coming for that. There's no fucking tracking device on these. They're deer. They're wild deer. They're fucking deer. They're bitch-ass deer. I don't know. Someone else asked, what is the best city to perform in? And, man, any city that will have me. Nah, that's fucking stupid. Uh, Dude, I really fuck with Fort Walton Beach. I've done the Comedy Zone there twice. and Or three times. At, no. Yeah, three times now, actually. Twice headlining and once was that guest spot in last year. Um... And, man, dude, that crowd fucks, dude. Like, it's like, you know, 200 people just show up on a Saturday night, and it's like a tourist town, so most of those people aren't even from there. Uh, but if you were to do the, if you were to do the math, uh, it's like something like 10% of that town has seen me do stand-up already. So it's like, what am I, like, king of that town? I was technically, I was born there in Fort Walton Beach. I was born in Fort Walton Beach. If you don't know my backstory. Uh, moved to California when I was three, and now I live in Texas, kind of, just kind of going everywhere doing stand-up. And right now, I'm currently have to shit myself. Um, I should have taken a shit before I started this. Well, I guess I could pause it, and you guys would never fucking know. Um, but, yeah, people are responding to my story now, these fucking deer. I wish you guys listening could see these fucking deer. Like, how cool would that be? If, like, dude, if I had a superpower... It would be, like, through the power of my voice, I could channel your guys' like, – like, what's that guy from fucking Hemdall? Is it Hemdall from fucking Thor? The guy who could, like, you could he, like, closes his eyes and he, you could see what he's seeing? be so dope if we could do this right now. Actually, it wouldn't because you guys are probably doing so much cooler shit right now just listening to this. You guys are probably at work answering spreadsheets, and I'm just staring at this fucking deer that's staring at me. I'm glad Bambi got blown away. Or her mom got blown away. She was probably staring at the wrong people and she got fucking blasted. Anyway, I don't know why I have this fucking vendetta with deer. Favorite city to perform in? Fort Walton Beach. Um, favorite city to visit, like non-comedy related, as much as it's kind of a fucking shithole. Dude, I love San Francisco. San Francisco is like my favorite fucking city and I don't even know why. Uh, I've been visiting San Francisco like all my life. Uh, I would never live there. Fuck that. Uh, but like anytime where you like do shows near there, I have to stop in San Francisco because there's this, um, there's this restaurant called Giotto's, uh, or Aliotos. Sorry, I'm retarded. Aliotos. And I don't even know if it's still around because I went back after, 
uh, we did shows here in Oregon, and we were driving back, me and Dom, we were doing shows in Oregon, and we were driving back, and I was like, we have to stop in San Francisco, we have to stop at this restaurant, and then my grandma just happened to be in San Francisco with, like, her friend, and her fucking bitch friend still hasn't sent me the picture, she texted me, right, and I was like, hey, can you send me this picture of my grandma, and she just, no response, and so then, like, a couple weeks later, I texted you, or I texted her back, bum, or I called her a bum or something, and still nothing, I'm like, bro, all you gotta do is scroll through your camera roll, Send me the fucking pictures that you volunteered to take of me and my fucking grandma. Why are you why are you harboring pictures of me and my grandma? I will fucking fight you, dude. I don't know. Fucking bitch. Um she's probably really nice. I don't give a fuck. She's married, who cares? Um What was I even talking about? Oh yeah, uh Aliotos. Bro, this place has I, I go to it's like a five star restaurant or like a four star restaurant. It's like a three star restaurant. It's actually kind of like a it's kind of like a two-star restaurant. <laughs> no, I don't know. I don't know how the stars work, bro, because you'll see like a five-star restaurant that you walk in there, it's fucking retarded. It's like you gave yourselves these stars. They're like stars with smiley faces on them or something. It's like I don't know how the star system works, but whoever's, you know. And I feel like it started with like Michelin stars, and then Americans just kind of took it as like, oh, we could do our own stars, but they're just like Mickey Mouse stars. And it's like, bro, this food sucks dick. I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. But this restaurant in particular, Aliotos, is fucking dank. Every time I go through San Francisco, I stop there, except for this last time because they were closed because of COVID. So I don't know if it's permanent. But, hey, there was a, a couple years ago, I did this weed festival. Let me fix my mic. There we go. It was all The cord was all tangled up. Dude, a couple years ago, I did this weed festival in Sacramento at the like the state fairgrounds. And I uh, I brought a guy with me. And we, uh, after this was like 2019, it was like three years ago. Uh, yeah, it was like three years ago already. Uh, the, the tree harvest festival, bro, there was like 12 people in the crowd and we had to do it out. We had to do our set outside and there was like fucking 12 people there. It was like a hundred degrees. And we were like, we like asked the guy, I was like, Hey, can we just do our set together? Like, like bumping mic style so that we could just, you know, get the fuck out, get our money and get the fuck out of here. <laughs> Uh, and the whole time, so the whole time I was like stealing weed. I didn't, so I thought that this was like, uh, like a like a free samples buffet style of like weed festival. That's not how it was at all. There was a bunch of vendors selling shit, and I was just stealing from each of them. So I stole like a shitload of weed. I remember I stole like cheese it edibles, uh, gushers edibles. Uh, I stole a bunch of those like um, fucking disposable wax pens that. Taste they taste like pennies, bro. I'd if I if I do end up getting cancer eventually, it was one hundred percent because of those fucking penny tasting ass fucking uh bullshit uh, pens that I stole, which is karma, whatever. And that if that isn't that like lups isn't karma fucking funny because it'd be like, Oh, I stole this weed pen this guy was selling for five dollars and in return I die. Cool. Anyway. Uh, dude, and so I was smoking these before I, we get on stage. I actually don't remember my set at all. I have a video of it. Uh, it probably wasn't good if I don't remember it. Like, if it's blocked from my memory because I was just so high, probably wasn't good. Uh, so I'm just going to go out on a whim and say I sucked. Um, you know, I mean, if it was good, I'd remember it. So I'm just going to say I sucked. My set probably sucked. Um, I don't remember it at all. I couldn't tell you who was in the crowd. There was like, I remember there was like one fat chick and then... I don't, dude, I actually don't remember at all. I remember there was, like, a balcony, but it, was like, it wasn't a balcony. It was, like, a walkway of people just, like, walking to, like, go get food, and people would stop, 
and like look at us and then just keep walking. <laughs> uh, I do remember that. So yeah, I, my set probably sucked uh, and I apologize for not putting my best effort out there for the 12 people that were there. But so I get blasted, right? And I'm like, dude, we got to go to this fucking. Road. We're in Sacramento. San Francisco is nowhere near that, dude. It's like probably it's probably like another three hours. Actually, it's probably not like that bad. Um, um, but we. That's crazy. The Mariners are going to sign Julio Rodriguez to a massive extension. He's a rookie. Anyway, uh, so we drive or he drove us to Aliotos, and I forgot that. So the first time I went there was in 2016. It was in 2016. It was there with my stepdad because we went. It was December of 2016 because we were there to watch the the. We were in Oakland watching the Colts play the Raiders like week 16, and it was the game that the Colts snapped Derek Carr's leg, uh, on a sack, and it was like the Raiders year, dude. It was like one week before the playoffs. The Raiders, if like, I'm not saying the Raiders would have won the Super Bowl, don't don't quote me on that. But if there was a year that they would have had a chance to do it, it was that year. They were really good. And then they kind of, you know, just fell off or whatever the fuck happened to them. Um, you know, Raiders get a Raider. Um, but my Colts snapped that dude's leg, and we had to get the fuck out of there. But we went to we went to dinner at this place called Aliotos on the wharf. and Or, like, it was on Pier 39. It's on Pier 39. And, dude, it was freaking dank. And they have this... Bread bowl, clam, clam chowder is my favorite soup. It's clam chowder is probably in my top ten foods of all time. Like anything, it's definitely my favorite appetizer. You can't tell me there's a better appetizer. What crab rangoons? Go fuck yourself. You can't tell me that there's a better fucking uh, appetizer than clam chowder because it doesn't fill you up and it tastes fucking like bro. If somebody was like, you can never have clam chowder again, but you can keep fucking, or you can never fuck again, but you could eat all the clam chowder you want. As long as the clam chowder is coming from Aliotos, bro, I'm a virgin, dog. Dude, my phone. But anyway, yeah, so they have this bread bowl with this fucking dank-ass clam chowder. And they have this, you could add uh, crab claw meat as like an add-on. It's like an extra, you know, 15 bucks. But it's like a fat pile and it's just crab claw meat, dude. And it's freaking dank. Uh, and so now... You know, fast forward years later, I'm fucking baked out of my mind. We're like, let's drive, you know, the three hours to San Francisco so we can go to this restaurant. And the guy obliges. We go. And, you know, I brought the guy with me. So it was like, you know, what is he going to say? No, we're going. And uh, we go to the fucking restaurant. And I didn't realize that they had, like, a dress code. Uh, and, you know, I showed up baked out of my fucking mind on, like, a full pack of edibles. These, <laughs> these trash-ass penny vape wax pens. Uh, and... I was dressed like I normally do, you know, uh, Adidas track pants and a t-shirt and I fucking, I hadn't showered yet because we didn't, we didn't, we didn't make enough money to get a hotel. So we just slept in the car. And so I had like sweat stains and shit. Uh, you know, my hair's all messy and we show up at this restaurant, this like four star restaurant and they're like, yeah, we, we can't let you guys in here. And I was like, you fucking kidding me, bro? Like we drove like three hours to get here, blah, blah, blah. Uh, and he was like, that's not my fucking problem. Or he didn't say fucking. The guy was like, it's not my problem. And I was like, come on, man. Uh, and so he was like, you guys are allowed to sit at the bar. And you could order food at the bar. And all I wanted was the fucking bread bowl with clam chowder and crab in it. So I was like, oh, that's fucking, that, that's fire. And so we went and we sat at the bar. And I, I'll never forget, dude, 
all these guys at the bar, they're all in like suits. There was a guy in like a three piece suit. They're all have they're like all on their lunch break from like important like or I don't know how important investment jobs are, but they're all you know seemingly important, uh, wearing suits and shit, uh, at this like four star restaurant, having you know lunch by themselves on their phones, blackberries, you know whatever. Do they even make blackberries anymore? I don't know, but back then they did, and they were all they all had one. Uh, dude, it was so funny, and we're just these assholes sitting in like sweats and t-shirts and shit, <laughs> and I didn't even get a drink. I was so baked out of my mind. I just went and got um. Oh shit! There's my aunt over there feeding the damn deer. This is why there's so many deer over here. She's feeding them. Um, but I went, and yeah, and so we got the food, and it was freaking dank, dude. There was another time, uh, on another road trip back from Oregon, we stopped in San Francisco out of the way to get it, and then it's it's absolutely hilarious. Anyway, I don't know. That was a good question. Um, favorite city to perform in? Favorite city to perform in? Fort Walton Beach. Favorite city to visit and eat in? San Francisco, California. Uh, somebody asked me, uh, if I remember working at Trader Joe's. Yes, I remember working at Trader Joe's. Uh, and it's actually hilarious because I found, um, I found a write-up the other day, uh, from, from Trader Joe's, dude. I found it in, like, my closet. In this, I'm going to read it word for word, and then I'm going to comment on it. So this was 12 slash 23 slash 2018. So this was two months after I had started stand-up. Um, so this is 2018. And this is what it says. Uh, first of all, in small words, it says, your employment is at will, which means Trader Joe's may terminate without cause or notice, which I'm pretty sure is uh, illegal. Um, store management will determine the appropriate action based on particular facts and circumstances. Chumps. Anyway, it says, your performance has been found to be unsatisfactory or unacceptable for the reasons set forth below. And this is so formal for no reason. It says, Galen, comma, on December 22nd, 2018, you were talking to another crew member on the sales floor, and you were approached by mate. Mate, If you don't know, uh, the mate mates at Trader Joe's, those are just the managers, and there's like infinity of them. Half the people working there are fucking mates. Uh, you were approached by mate Riley Wilkins. She asked, you what the two, she asked what the two of you were supposed to be working on. You responded that you were supposed to be working bananas, but that customers were in the way, which they were. Uh, later... We received a customer complaint regarding the incident stating that it made them feel uncomfortable and unwelcome, which is fucking hilarious. It's like, bro, why are you standing there for so long? Just grab your fucking bananas and go. Anyway, uh, I'll die on that hill, bro. It's not the fucking SATs, bro. Like, dude, how old are you? You've been eating bananas your entire life. You know what they should look like. Grab them and go. Fucking whatever. Uh, also, it continues, this is also, on November 4th, 2018, this was actually hilarious, and I forgot that I got written up for this, and I would do it again. Uh, it says, also, on November 4th, 2018, you made remarks at the register regarding someone having just, quote, crop dusted. This was said in front of a customer and a crew member. These comments are inappropriate and do not support our value of providing a wow customer experience, blah, 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 blah. Uh, dude, that shit was fucking hilarious. Um, um, because dude, we had just fucking, um, uh, somebody had just ripped ass, bro. And it was like real bad. And you know, it was busy, you know, there was a bunch of people around and I was like, woo, crop dust alert. And then the, 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 you know, and then, you know, a couple of us are laughing cause like we all fucking smelled it. And then, 
uh, a couple uh, a couple hours later, the store gets a call from the guy who fucking farted, and he was like, I have fucking, you know, gastric or intestinal bypass disorder or some whatever, you know, some gastric bypass disorder or some bullshit like that. And he's like, I can't I can't control my flatulence or whatever and complained. And I was like, bro, you just singled yourself. We didn't know who did it. It could have been me. I could have done it and then roasted myself. Nobody, nobody fucking knew. And then you fucking... It was fucking... Yes. I, to answer your question, yes. I remember working at Trader Joe's and it was fucking ass. Um... Uh, it wasn't that ass. I actually, I worked there for like two years. I didn't do shit. I probably did maybe 10 minutes of actual work. Well, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Um, you want to actually get honest. What happened was, so my first, my well, my first real, my first job when I was like 17, I worked at Ralph's, which is a grocery store. Uh, you've never heard of it. It's just a fucking, you know, Albertson, Stater Brothers, grocery store, fucking H-E-B. It's a fucking grocery store. I worked there as like a, a, a bag boy, uh, cart kid, whatever you want to fucking call it. And I would ride, I would ride my fucking bike to work, bro. And it was like eight miles, dude. And I don't know why I didn't just transfer to the one across the street from my house. Um, but whatever, dude, you know, you live and learn. And, uh, you know, I was just a, a, a cart kid. I was intimidated. It was my first job. Every, everybody there was like fucking 40 for whatever reason. I was like, there was like, there was like one other kid. Oh, actually, bro, there's like one other guy that worked there that was like my age. And then years later, that guy shows up at a comedy show and he was like, bro, no fucking way. Blah, blah. And did I wish I remembered that guy's fucking name? Uh, but I remember he was cool. Uh, and I remember he was like another, he was one of the, uh, a cashier and I would love bagging for that guy because he was so cool. Um, and you know, he was probably like 21, I was 17 and you know, it was, it was more fun bagging for him. There was, I remember this was, oh dude, I, oh shit. What was her name? Man, there was this bitch old lady and she was like, oh man, she was a bitch. She would like, she would like yell at me while I was bagging her, bagging stuff for her while she's scanning, you know, oh, it's supposed to go like this. It would be like, dude, I'd be like bagging cans and she'd be like, no man, like the corn goes before the green beans because blah, blah. I'm like, what are you fucking talking about, you old hag? Like, I fucking hated this bitch, right? Uh, but for some whatever reason, whenever I would like bag something right and she'd be like, good job, it felt, it felt good. <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, which, but it rarely happened, you know? Because it was also, I was like, I was just throwing shit in there. I was like, I don't give a fuck, dude. Like, if they want their stuff bagged right, they could bag it them damn fucking selves, bro. You're fucking just standing there chit-chatting about the fucking 1940s. Go fuck yourself. Um, anyway, what the fuck was I talking about? Oh, yeah, this, this so this guy was cool. And then they transferred him to, like, go be some shit in the fucking cheese department. And, I was, and he, like, didn't do register anymore. So it was just me. And there was this, oh, man, there was this chick, this blonde chick. And she was fucking hot, dude. But she was, like, 40. But, like, still hot. But, like, you know. Definitely had a few C-sections, but I still would. I dude, I would have fucking jizzed on her scar, bro. Um. Anyway, I wish I remembered her name so I could like add her on Facebook or something. She probably doesn't even have an Instagram. Um. But the fuck was I talking about? Oh. Do you have everybody at that Ralph's was like a bitch? I hated it, bro. And so I I quit there for like two months, and uh, I went and I worked at PetSmart, bro, for like two years like a year and a half two years and bro i worked my ass off there bro i was like the hardest working employee there you know i would fucking we would have to sell these like puppy pu uh shit what were they called puppy guides they're called puppy guides 
you know, it's just like a coupon book. There were 20 bucks. You'd save a certain amount. If you actually spent a certain amount, you would save more than the $20, you know, it, it cost to buy the fucking booklet. Uh, and we'd have to sell those, bro. I would sell like 20 of those a week. Everybody else would sell like two. Yeah, you know, I don't I was a tryhard, bro. At this job, it was like my first real job where I had power. You know what I mean? I was pretty much like an assistant manager there. It was like my first real, real job. You know, I technically worked at Ralph's at like 17, but like, dude, I was just bagging shit, dog grabbing carts that doesn't fucking i don't really count that um you know i was making my first job i was making nine dollars an hour dog like suck my whole ass um and then pet smart happened and i worked so hard and i realized after like a year and a half of working there of working really hard every day day in day out covering shifts doing you know going above and beyond that i was getting paid the same amount as the people who weren't doing shit and i realized you know, the, you know, first job lesson that, you know what I mean? It's like, why am I working double as hard as these people are working? And I'm getting paid literally the same amount. And so when I left PetSmart, uh, I worked at, I worked at Carl's Jr. for like a month as just like a, like a bridge, uh, between jobs. Then I got hired at Trader Joe's, which was great, dude. The pay was great. The people were great, but I hadn't found that balance yet so the balance of you know working just enough to you know get the job done um and you know you're not not slack not just that middle ground of not working too hard not working too less i don't know not working too little um to get the job done and piss off your your employers and managers and customers and shit I hadn't found that balance yet. So when I was working at Trader Joe's, dude, I was a slack off. I probably did maybe, you know, I would do eight-hour shifts. I'd probably work for two of them. I would do register. You know, it's hard to slack off and register. I would do register just fine. Uh, but the rest of the time, I would just go around and talk to people, dog. They, I didn't have a section because, you know, I was known as a guy that would just go around and talk to people. I was great with customer service, dog. Like, if you wanted customer service done, I was going around talking to everybody, dog. Um, and so I think that's why they kept me around for so long. And then I ended up getting fired. But whatever. Chumps. Uh, life goes on and it's crazy how many people I worked with that still work there like lifers bro and they're like happy about that it's like man dude like you didn't have goals you didn't have dreams you know I'm sitting out here in the middle of a forest recording a podcast and you know whoever you are listening you're listening to that this whatever this is you know because it provides some sort of entertainment or an outlet from whatever you know scumbag shit you got to do today whether it's clocking in at work or you know you got to go fuck your bitch girlfriend of five years you don't love anymore like whatever it is bro i'm providing that outlet for you for the next 10 minutes uh anyway yes i remember working at trader joe's and uh would i do it again no but did i enjoy my time there yes uh somebody asked how much masturbation is too much i don't believe that there's too much masturbation Except for that one guy. Remember that one guy? He, like, jerked off 17 times in one day, and then he died. That's obviously too much. Um, but I don't know. I jerk off, like, three times a day, and then I still fuck chicks. So it's like, you know, and I don't have a kid yet, so whatever I'm doing, you know, if I'm, like, lowering my sperm count or something, I don't fucking know. But I don't think that there's... I don't think there's any such thing as too much masturbation. That'd be, like, the same thing as saying how much sex is too much sex. I don't think there's such thing as too much sex. Masturbation is just sex, really. You know? At least that's how I view it. 
dude, if masturbation was just, well, I guess I'm still just myself, but it's like, dude, a girl could jerk you off. A girl could jerk you off. That's still masturbation. If a girl jerks you off five times in one day, but it's still, you know, like, let's say uh, the the hottest chick in the world, she's a 10. She gives you a hand job five times a day. Some people, if you jerk yourself off five times a day, that's too much. But if a hot chick does it, that's not too much. It's the same thing, really, in its most basis, in its most basic form. Um... Somebody asked how has Austin been compared to Orange County. I don't really want to answer that one yet. Um, um, I think that's I think that's a question that I'm going to answer on a podcast with somebody, so I don't say something stupid. Um, I don't know. Orange County made me who I was. You know, I'm talking strictly comedy scene. Orange County made me who I was. Plenty of stage time. Great opportunities. The people there are just kind of chumps. Let's see. Austin's been great, though. Uh, you know, I've been going on the road so much. Uh, there's so much stage time out there. Um, I haven't met all the people yet, actually, but the people that I have met are fucking cool. It seems like everybody's doing their own thing, whether, you know, it's, you know, Tony Casillas going on tour, Mike Eaton uh, putting out a special, fucking uh, podcast galore, Big Laugh Comedy doing a bunch of stuff. Uh, Jimmy Clifford's over in fucking Edinburgh right now doing... Uh, like two shows a night with the Fringe. Like it's like everybody that I've met in Austin's doing their own thing. And what I mean by people in Orange County are chumps is that they're still in Orange County, staying there. I'm in, you know, I'm in Oregon. I was just in Fresno. I was just in Florida. I was just. I'm about to be in New York. I'm about to be in Pennsylvania. It's like I'm never in one spot. I'm always moving. I'm always meeting new people. I'm always growing. I'm always grinding. You know, this is episode 167 of the podcast. I don't think any podcast in Orange County has even made it past 10 episodes. So this is what I'm saying. It's like there's not a knock on the people. I just think that people in Orange County, maybe they're too comfortable. Um, Orange County is a very comfortable place to live. I think that in Austin, I'm outside of my element. It makes me want to grow. Uh, it makes me want to grind. Make me makes me want to get out. It makes me want to get to new places, reach new heights. Orange County, it's very easy to settle it's very easy to get comfortable. It's very easy to meet a chick that, you know, distracts you. It's very it's very easy. So maybe it's not the people, maybe it's the environment. I don't know. Um, but how is Orange how is Austin been compared to Orange County? If I hadn't moved to Austin, I wouldn't be here right now. Is what I'm saying. Just through luck and hard work and everything, you know what I mean? So it's uh it's definitely um I have love for both places, really. Um if I could live anywhere, I'd move back to Orange County. Like if I had free rent, bro, that's where all my friends are. My, you know, my mom, my brothers, you know, um, the angels is like everything. Everything that I love is in Orange County. But if I hadn't moved away from what made me comfortable, I don't think I'd be where I am right now. And I don't think I'd be where I'd be in the future. Um, so I think it was the right move. Let's see. Do, do, do. Um, someone asked, what song or artist changed my life? Um, I don't know if by artist you mean just musically, because if it was just musically, I'd, ah, man. It's gonna sound corny, but probably Eminem or Logic, bro. I know, th- I know their entire, I know their entire catalog, front to back, word for word, acapella. No, I mean, not every song acapella, you know what I mean, but most of them, dude. I quote lines, quote verses. Uh, I can never listen to too much of them. I listen to them nonstop. If you, my last three years on the, you know, the replay, the end of the year replay, I've, li- I've listened to over a hundred hours of Eminem and over a hundred hours of Logic, like separately. Um, 
And so I'd say those two. I don't have like a story of how they saved my fucking life or anything, if that's what you're asking. Um, and then as far as artists goes in general, like if there was only one artist that I could, you know, fuck with or meet or hang out with or work with, I would have to say Daniel Tosh. I mean, it's just his, his style and it's just uh, the, the the swagger that he has on stage is just unparalleled. Um, and I would love to pick his brain. But um, we've already hit 3205. There's a couple more questions, but some of them are fucking like fake questions. Um, yeah, like there's questions asking about jokes that I've put on my fucking Instagram. How fat was the fucking fat chick in your joke? It's a fake fat chick, bro. It never happened. It's a fucking joke that I wrote about some chick. You know what I mean? Like, of course, the I don't remember what the chick looked like. I just remember my, fr- you know what I mean? Like, I don't, it, like, it happened. All the jokes I write are based on personal shit and shit that I've seen and shit that I've heard and shit that's in my head. But, like, I don't remember how fat the fat chick was. It was I wrote that joke, like, four years ago. Anyway, uh, if you listened this far... Thank you for listening. I don't know who's going to be on the next episode, but it will be a banger. I promise. Um, thank you for listening. Ben, excited for the show tomorrow. It's going to be sold out. It's already like 75% sold out already online. You know, and we still got the door to go plus another day. God damn these deer, bro. I'm going to get attacked by like a mountain lion or something. Anyway, um, thank you for listening. Thank you for supporting and have a great weekend. Bye-bye.